What is going on, everybody? I am Mike. Welcome back to the Network Podcast. Today is Wednesday, July 14th, and we are talking about iOS and iPadOS focus modes, how they work, what we're doing with them, and how maybe you could benefit from them. Now, I am joined by my co-host, Holden DePardo. Holden, how are we doing? I'm doing really well and excited to talk about focus modes because it's like, I think one of the most powerful features of iOS 15. I'm so pumped. I think focus modes, you know, they were they were not undersold, but you're right. They're super powerful. And it's really about like these like macro actions that you're you're putting together and they just make everything run smoothly, yeah. in my opinion. So again, today's Wednesday, July 14th. Apple just released the, I think it's developer beta three, if I'm not mistaken, for the iPhone and iPad and obviously all the accompanying software. And in that beta, there are this new feature, which is called focus modes. This is building upon like the do not disturb features that were in, I think iOS, it came out in iOS 10 or iOS 11, where when you connected your phone basically to your car, it would automatically go into a do not disturb mode. So focus modes are are a, like a progression of that, I, I would say. And this is Apple's way of, I would say, approaching how to enable you to do your best, maybe work, be your best self, no matter what you're doing and giving you full focus in that, full focus and presence so you're not distracted. Holden, what would you add there? How would you how would you frame it? Yeah, I think that's a, a really good way of framing it. It's basically like if, yeah, it's Accenture Do Not Disturb. It's like the next step of Do Not Disturb. And if they had left it on Do Not Disturb now syncs across all your devices when you turn it on. So if you turn on your Apple Watch, even your Mac will be put on Do Not Disturb. If they left it at that, because that's already an upgrade, would have been awesome. Would have been awesome. But now they're letting you customize it. So you kind of can decide, well, what does do not disturb mean in a certain situation when I'm working out, when I'm sleeping, when I'm working, when I'm recording a podcast. Yeah. And you can customize them, make them your own. But even that's just scratching the surface of what these things can can do. I'm curious how you've you've set some what focuses you have and, and how you've set them up. Yeah. So you know you, you brought up a, a good point. So in iOS 15, focus modes sync across your devices. So if you turn one on your iPhone, if you have like a Mac or an Apple Watch or an iPad even you can have your focus mode sync across the devices. You don't necessarily have to, but you can. For me, uh, I'm just looking at my focus modes right now. I have personal work, which are the, I see personal work, sleep, which are the default ones, gaming, which is the default one, and then driving. I personally added filming and planning, where those are the two that I added as well. In terms of what focus modes that you have, anything special? I, we have a pretty similar list, actually. I have like the regular do not disturb, work, sleep. I have a morning one, so when I kind of get up in the morning, I have a certain home screen. We'll talk about that in, in a second. Um, of a fitness recording and then and then personal. So we have a pretty similar list, I'd say, of, of different focuses. Pretty similar list. Now, where I think the power of focus modes is, you just mentioned it, is that you can have focus modes that are, they can either be contextual based. So let's just say it's at a certain time every day. It's at a certain location every, or when you arrive at a certain location or when you connect maybe a certain accessory to your device. So for example, in my gaming focus mode, I, I modified it to say, Anytime I connect my DualSense controller or my Backbone controller, turn on my focus mode and only show one of my home screens. I think that's how I have it on my iPad, which is actually kind of nice because it allows me to then just see the apps that I have on my for gaming. And I don't have to worry about any other kind of distractions. The only person I think that can text me is my wife, if I'm not mistaken. In terms of context, do you have any that are either like triggered by a certain device or a certain time? or maybe something being added to your device? Mine are triggered usually by time of day. Okay. Everything I do, like I work from home, 
I, I do everything from home. So like, I, like it, it'd be nice if I could go to an office and say, hey, what about this location? Yeah. Um, set it up and I would use that, but it's all based on time of day for me. So those are the context that I, I tend to work with. And it is seamless too. Like I looked at my phone when it went from 4.59 to 5. So it transitioned away from work just to like the regular, you know, person on personal uh, mm-hmm. focus and the home screen changes right in time. It was a little like, um, like notification that comes from the top. It's not, it's not like a full on notification, but it comes from that same area and it says yeah. work off personalized on. And it kind of lets you know that. And then the home screen changes in that, in that instant. So it works really well, really well, but I haven't gotten a chance to try out a, a focus for like a location. Yeah, either I'm not I. sure what I would do with that quite yet. Yeah. So I'm in the same boat you are where I basically 95% of my day is spent at the house because uh, I'm fortunate <laughs> enough to work from home. And to me, it wouldn't make sense being like, okay, well, which focus mode am I in? Because I'm always at the same place. So that is interesting. Other than my planning focus mode, which I have set up first thing in the morning. So when I wake up, I usually spend like the first half hour, maybe hour of my day kind of planning out what I need to do. Other than that, I don't have anything else that's time-based. I usually just change them on demand. Now, I have a question. Do you have, does your work focus mode, does it go off things in your calendar as well? Or does it work only strictly on the time of day that, you know, that you're in? I do mine strictly on the time of day that I'm in. Okay. Because I'm usually from like nine to five, I'm working on something, whether Mm -hmm. that's like school related or, you know, kind of hobby related, but it's like work time. So I just kind of always am doing things that time anyway. Okay. So it just kind of works. I'm pretty, I have a pretty regular regiment. So it works out. Okay. Now for your work focus modes, I I have not set up my work focus mode, but I think we can maybe draw some analogies between the ones I do have set up for your work focus modes. When you have them set up, do you only allow certain apps to come through? Like you're saying, Twitter be gone. I don't want to, I don't want to see you Twitter. I don't want to see you Instagram. You know, like (laughs) you don't want all those notifications going away. (laughs) (laughs) So you're only limiting certain apps, which it sounds like, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and one thing that I learned while delving into these settings too is that you're limiting apps that can send you notifications, mm-hmm. not necessarily you being able to access the app. Mm, okay. So you can still go to your app library. You can still open up Twitter. It's still there. It's not grayed out or anything like you would see in downtime in uh, the screen time feature, mm. but it at least prevent the notifications from coming in. That's a good delineation. So in screen time, you can actually you can limit access to apps based on how much time you spend in them, but focus modes are separate from that. So you can, if you wanted to, you could add a app limit in addition to using screen, uh, sorry, into using focus modes to, I guess, further kind of help you, um, you know, stay on the up and up with accessing apps that you don't want to. Right? I think that's the way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What have you? What, if anything, have you learned from, I guess, using focus modes, and have they helped you? In maybe the way that you thought they would in the beginning. I actually have found it to be really, really helpful. At first, I wasn't on watchOS 8 beta. I was just on watchOS 7 and then using iOS 15 on my phone and on my iPad. And there is an issue if you want to use Focus in that way. So that time I didn't find it helpful. Because Focus is that kind of next step from Do Not Disturb, regardless of what Focus is turned on on your iPhone Mm -hmm. and your watch is on the older system without Focuses, it will just read as do not disturb. So no matter what focus I'm on on my iPhone, it just turns do not disturb on my Apple watch, which then sets mass do not disturb setup on my phone. It was this really weird situation. I hope I explained that that right, if that makes sense. And then once I got watch OS 8, then it started using the focuses properly and syncing them, them properly. And ever since then, it's really helpful, really is just like a reminder of 
Like when I look at my watch and I can see at the top where they have the notification indicator, you actually will see the focus indicator and which focus you're on based on whatever symbol you set it up as. And that's nice in and of itself because when you look at it, it's that reminder of like, I'm in work mode right now. That's what I'm supposed to be working on. And I kind of had the reminder every time I look at my watch face, that's been nice. It's been nice when like I use Slack, but I only use Slack for work. I don't use Slack for anything else. So it's nice that when I go to my phone, I go to my home screen, I have Slack right there on the home screen waiting for me. I want quicker access to that during the work day than otherwise. So it definitely helps. It's definitely, I think, made a, made a difference. There are a few things that I would like to change about focuses. Hmm. Two being... Actually, three things, actually. One, kind of tying focuses to screen time a little bit. So I can see things like, I spent this much time in these apps during the workday. I spent this much time. Like if I, I could go in and say, oh, during work, I spend too much time on Twitter. And I can see that delineation between work time, personal time. And I think that would be kind of nice to see. That's more of an advanced feature. I'm not complaining I think that hopefully that comes in the future. The other two I think should be here by now. And because I'm seeing how powerful, you know, focus can be, it's, these are additions that I think would be helpful for me. One, like I kind of said earlier, is turning off certain apps. And this is kind of tied to screen time as well. Yeah. If I'm in work, I don't want to be able to open up Twitter. I want it to give me a tap on Twitter. It opens up and then it'll say something like, hey, you're in work mode right now. Do you want to allow Twitter for like 15 minutes or five minutes or something like, something like that? Kind of like you get when you're past your allotted time yes. for an app. And it kind of says, hey, do you want one more minute? I would like that. And then the other one is, this is really simple. Just like you can set custom home screens on your phone and on your iPad, mm-hmm. I want to be able to set custom watch faces per focus on my watch. Where oh. I have... Go ahead. No, go ahead. If you if that exists, you're about to point it out to me. I'm no, no, no. I'd I love you because you you do this a lot. You, you point out something I didn't know about, and it changes my life. No, I <laughs> I actually thought you could do that. That's why I, I was really surprised. So go ahead, please. Yeah, no, I haven't found a way to do it. I'm in the Apple Watch app right now on iPhone, and I don't even see focuses mentioned. But maybe if I tap on a, on a certain watch face. Yeah, even if I look at a certain watch face, I can change the complications. I can set it as the current or remove, but there's no option to set it as a focus that I can see at least. So you you know what I think you need to do? And what? I can I could test this. So late last week, I sent you that screenshot of having focus modes on your home screen inside of shortcuts, mm-hmm. like the shortcuts widget. I think you can write, yeah. your, write a shortcut to say, when I activate this focus mode, there is a set watch face shortcut available. Oh, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I could I could share at least the the focus mode part of it with you, and if you wanted to play with it, you could. Yeah, I want to take a look at that right now, actually, because that's that's really good to know. If I just type in watch face, yeah, so I can say set watch face. I have that available, and then yeah, maybe I can pick which one I want. It shows me the list. It just shows like infograph module. I have a bunch of infograph modular with like different things on it. Yep. And I just have three of those in a row. So I'll have to remember which one is the work one versus which one is like a personal one or a nighttime one. Yeah. But I can do, I can play around with that. And then um, there's an automation. So like when a certain focus is opened up. Yep. So you could say when running this focus mode, uh, it's basically just, uh, yep. it's a rule that you add to the shortcut saying, when I run this focus mode, set watch face. You know, I, what I was going to say earlier was I've actually noticed at least what I what I think is more proactive 
watch face changes than than me asking for it. Maybe I'm rubbing my hand against it or something. You know, you know, sometimes you mistakenly change your watch face. It happens. But I've seen where I look at my watch, you know, at various times of the day, and it's a different watch face than I would. Not to, you know, like at night after six o'clock, the watch face changes from what I had earlier to something completely different, something more simplified. So I don't know if that's if there is some type of automation there, or maybe it's just me accidentally triggering it for whatever the case is. Because I, I normally have the infograph dial, maybe is what it's called. And like it just changed for me maybe an hour ago. I'll have to try that. I don't know. Well, looking at the shortcuts, I definitely, I mean, I need to play around with it and add it in. But I can definitely see that it's 100% possible yeah. to do this. So that that's really good to hear. I'll have to futz around with that a little bit. And you could actually even do it, you know, if you wanted to get really super nerdy, you could say, when I activate this focus mode, not only change my watch face, but change my wallpaper as well. That should work as well. Look at your face. Ooh, oh my God, your your face, is, your face is awesome. I love it. <laughs> so because there there is a shortcut, you can trigger a shortcut for change wallpaper. As soon as we're done talking tonight, I'll, I'll try and mess around with it. Um, if I do find it, I'll shoot it over to you. But yeah, you should be able to compound those things to say, you know, change watch face, change wallpaper. Because I was going to ask you if you were changing your wallpaper based on, you know, your work focus mode or your personal focus mode. Because you mentioned something. I think it, maybe it's maybe home screen that you're changing, right? Is, is that what mm -hmm. you're doing? So you have a yes. You have more than one home screen, and you hide the screens automatically based on which focus mode that you're in, right? Yep. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. You got me thinking. Because one thing I've always wanted to do an iPhone mm -hmm. is have a new wallpaper every day. Oh, yeah. So for, you, you, I'm, yeah, you can totally do that. Yeah, totally. I didn't even think to do that. Yeah. yeah, you can probably, I'm assuming, access a photo album that has just all wallpapers that you want. You could probably, say, pick a random one and then have that launch at, like, 7 a.m. every day. So, that, you know, when I wake up, I already have a new uh, wallpaper. Mm. Yeah. So here, I, that's I, great. I actually, I have the same, I have that same rule already written. I'll share it with you right now. So I have a random yeah, wallpaper yeah, based on whenever I tap my phone to a Qi charger. So <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And you could just modify it if you wanted to. You know, what's really funny is the big draw, this is funny to me at least, the big draw of Android has always been customization. Yep. And I feel like with, especially now with focuses, but also with the Shortcuts app, I can customize my iPhone way more than I could have customized my Android phone. Or at least it's easier to customize. Maybe you could do all this stuff on Android, but I don't think you could. I agree with what you're saying. And I think to a certain degree, yes, you are right. There are some things in or on Android, not in Android, that maybe have a higher degree of customization. And it, it's I think it's based on the manufacturer. Like on my when I had a Samsung phone, you could do a whole bunch of customization that you couldn't do on iOS at the time. But now, you know, with the addition of fonts coming into iOS, I think that's iOS 13 that they added fonts. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, in iOS 14, they did the home screens, like, you know, the, the icons and everything. I wouldn't say it's equal, but I would say it's definitely, in, you know, in, in the same vein that you just said, it's getting easier to do so and, and it's more user-friendly. Mm -hmm. Like, I know people who would never, ever, ever spend time on, you know, making their home screen aesthetic AF, if they say, <laughs> but <laughs> but they did it. I'm like, why did you do that? They're like, oh, I just wanted to do it. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever you say. Yeah, people really have gone nuts with the, the custom home screens and all that. And 
I don't, I don't even get that deep into it. I just get the information I want on there and that's it. Exactly. But, you know, to your comment earlier, what's great about focus modes is that you can, you can change the home screen based on whatever focus mode that you're in. So like you mentioned, you have a work home screen where you see only the apps that you have from work on there. I have a gaming home screen that it's only visible if I see, if I'm in gaming. Otherwise, I'd be too tempted to play with it. And that's what helps, you know, I think you and me stay focused to bad put on words in whatever we're doing at the moment. So it, it is helpful. I agree with that it statement. Is. I think I thought it would be less helpful. I do probably have to do more fine tuning where my schedule is not as predictable as maybe as yours is, where I activate my focus modes, like just I activate them on my device by, by saying that. And I don't know if you know this, but you can actually use Siri to activate them as well. Which oh, is, that's useful. Yeah, that, that is useful. So hopefully that... Uh, it's broken in the newest beta, but it is uh, it is something that works. So I like them. I, I think it's a, a really cool feature. I, I can't wait to see how they come out on the Mac. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like it'll really be unlocked once I can get it on my Mac. That's going to be huge. If only it worked on my Surface as well, but I don't think that'll ever happen. <laughs> I, I don't think that will ever happen either. You could just put your Surface in permanent do not disturb mode. I could do that, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything attached to my Surface besides Visual Studio and the edge browser so it's not like i'm really getting notifications there anyway except for microsoft's just incessantly terrible system notifications for things i don't care about and don't know how to turn off but that's a whole other story i guess maybe i might be wrongfully assuming focus modes are coming to the mac right they are yeah they are they are okay yeah i wonder if focus modes will be more robust or if they'll be better if you'll get better call it editing capabilities on the mac because of the shortcuts suite of tools that are available on the Mac that are supposed yeah. to be, I guess, more robust in that fact? I wonder. Yeah. Imagine setting up when you when you turn on your recording focus, it opens up logic, it opens up whatever apps you're using for note taking. Yes. And just kind of lines them all up as you would want them. That would be incredibly powerful. Wow. See now you're talking this mad craziness to me where I'm like, I want to upgrade my Mac. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as we talked about, I'll say before the call, for the podcast, I don't want to upgrade my Mac because I need it. You know, it is like we said, you know, you can't come to a point where you mm-hmm. can't record a podcast because your Mac broke something in a beta. That's just not. Yeah. But you know what you can do now? You could run it from a partition, like from an external SSD or an external Thunderbolt drive or an, even an internal mm-hmm. drive. So if you have a big enough drive and you're brave enough, you can do it. <laughs> I, I made a very bad decision three years ago when I got my MacBook Pro and I got a 256 gigabyte storage MacBook Pro and oh, what a terrible mistake that was. So I cannot be partitioning my uh, my drive. Oh, that okay. I, I hear you. That is, that is yeah. always a problem. That is always a problem. I'm getting two terabytes next time. I don't want to worry about it ever again. It's painful. See, you know what? Most people don't understand that. They're like, no, I, I would rather pay less and go through the pain or maybe buy an external drive. And there is nothing like fast internal storage. Nothing like it. Especially like it's, in, in what you're describing. It's also just peace of mind. Like, you know, oh, yes. usually when it becomes a problem, it's like, oh, I'm working on this project. I'm going to be loading in a 50 gigabyte video file. And oh, crap. Now I have to suddenly to start even beginning to, um, the, my work on this project, have to go through every file on my computer, find out what I can move up to iCloud or move to an external drive and all the organizing and sorting. It's like, why worry about that? Yes. Why? Just why? Why even bother with that? Yeah, you're totally right. Like weird analogy. 
I'm going to buy a house, but I'm going to buy a house that I don't doesn't have enough space for what I need to use my house for, but it's fine. When I need to use the living room, I'll just move everything from the dining room out and turn that into living room by moving all the living room furniture into what was the dining room. And it's not going to be a problem at all. Like, it's just, you know, no, it's, it's not an issue whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or to even extend that, you could say like, you know what? I know I need a third bedroom for my son to sleep in, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to, I'm going <laughs> to let him sleep wherever he can. And then if I end up really needing a space, I'll just build, a, you know, an extra bedroom outside or something like, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was a poor analogy, but you know, no, 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 I totally get it. Yeah. I'll just get an external hard drive if I need the space. Like I'll just get an additional bedroom if my son needs to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to, to bring us back to focus modes, I think that focus modes, like, you know, we said at the beginning are very powerful. I think that I think that their Apple has something else that obviously they haven't shown us yet with focus modes. And it might be something around like some type of automatic switching between focus modes. Maybe if you were like to w- turn on a movie on your Apple TV, like you start watching TV and then all of a sudden, you know, you, maybe you're like in a, in a focus mode where it's like do not disturb or something like that. I do think that there's something that they're going to sh- kind of uncover in September. But I like focus modes a lot and I'm pretty impressed with how robust they are sounds like you're on the same page. Yeah, and I definitely think that this is a feature they will keep expanding and and enhancing over the next few years. Yeah. I kind of feel like this isn't the the end of I agree. This is not the this is not the end of what we'll see with Focus. And maybe just to put it all in perspective, so it was a 3 years ago or 4 years ago, Apple bought the Shortcuts, the Shortcuts app, right? The team that made Shortcuts. Uh it's at least mm-hmm. 3 years ago if I'm not mistaken. It might be 20 17 or 2018. This was Workflow? Uh, yeah, sorry, Workflow. They, they bought the, the Workflow mm-hmm. team, uh, or they acquired the team, not bought them. And they integrate them into Shortcuts, the app. And I think it's now it's more apparent than ever why that acquisition was needed based on their plans. Because, you know, this is not something that you kind of think of in a weekend, right? And, and, you, and you roll it out. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're very much long-term focused company. And they've probably wanted to do this for a very long time and the timing was right with uh, the uh, the workflow team. So you're right. I think mm-hmm. they do have other plans and they're going to continue to expand on this for quite some time. I look forward to that. You and me both. You and me both. Holden, is there anything else that you want to add about focus modes? Nothing about focus modes. I did want to talk a little bit about watchOS 8, but I don't have too much to share there. But it's Good for focus modes for me. Sure. So you just, uh, maybe just to kind of set the stage, you you, you said earlier, but you did not have watchOS 8 installed until just recently, maybe last week, I think is when you sent me the the text message or the message that you were installing it. So what, what would you share about it? Yeah, so my big concern with I've never done a watch beta before, and the reason was you can't manually go back to watch OS seven. You'd have to send it to Apple, and it's it's a hassle to process. And and I also didn't want to put beta software on a health device where I'll get a notification saying, "Man, your heart rate's really high right now," but it's really just a bug, and now I'm worried about like, a high heart rate or something like that. I've been really worried about that. Also, battery life. I don't want my watch to uh, to die on me. So I had these concerns, and I have to say that so far. I have had absolutely no trouble on the Apple Watch at all. Mm-hmm. The beta is fantastic. As a matter of fact, one of my big concerns, battery life, has turned into a big benefit, actually. I tried looking online to see if I was the only one having this experience or not, and it seems like it's not that common, but I have way better battery life on watchOS 8 beta than I did on watchOS 7, which really? makes no sense to me. But yeah, it's like 20% better every day. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's actually pretty significant. Now, I've gotten to it the- is. I've gotten to the point where in the beta, 
I am wearing my watch to sleep where I I wasn't doing that in the past because I was I would always forget to charge it. But now I started working out in the morning. And after I'm done working out, I put on the charger and it ends up lasting me the majority of the day into the next morning, most days. So I think the battery life maybe is not at least dramatically better for me, but I do think it is better to some degree, maybe 20% is a lot, but I mean, that's still for me, maybe it's like five or 10%, but still that's, that's pretty amazing that you're getting that much increase in battery life. Mm-hmm. Do you like that beta or I guess, what are your, do you have any observations from maybe using it? There's a, it's not a huge difference to be honest. Okay. I haven't found it to be a big difference. There's a few subtle things that I like. I mostly got it for focuses. Actually, it's the the reason I got it was for focuses. But it's been nice getting like the sleep respiratory rate. Yeah. Or respiratory rate while sleeping. That's been nice to get. But I really can't tell you like any other differences that I've I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's really small is that when you go to control center, you'll see up in the top how your watch is connected, whether that's Wi-Fi Mm-hmm. or your phone. You'll get mm-hmm. the location indicator, depending if it's relevant or not. And then you'll get which focus you're on. And I do like that that's all at the top there. I like that that new little UI interface. But yeah, I mean, it's it's watch OS just with focuses and some mild improvements. I don't know. It didn't seem that's that significant to me. I'm also not using the new watch face, the new photos watch face, the portrait photos. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Yeah. So the portrait watch face, it's not that it's cool, but I definitely see that coming to the iPhone. Like that is like a... Oh, yeah. To me, it would be like a a good marquee feature for uh, the new iPhone display. I like watchOS as well. I think the one thing that I noticed, where maybe you might think uh, you might realize this, it seems like there are some UI uh, interface elements that are misappropriately sized for the size of the display, where I'm like, wow, that looks really, really tiny or really, really big for this display. Could certainly could be a bug, but where I'm like, oh, wow, that would look really appropriate on a bigger watch face. So we'll see what happens there. I have had something similar to that where when I'm looking at the now playing section, yeah. the play pause buttons aren't centered in the yes. circle. Yeah. They're a little askew. Yes. And that that does irritate me. I know it's a bug. It'll get a fix, but it, it irritates me. Yeah, I hear you. Well, Holden, I don't think I have anything else about Watch OS 8. And if I'm mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, there's nothing else that you want to add then tonight. Is that right? No, that that is it. Yeah. Holden, thank you very much for joining me. Holden, where can everyone find you at? I am on Twitter, at Holden DePardo. Um, you can catch me there. I'm also on a video game podcast called Respawning Fire, which is at Respawning Fire. We talk about video games and all that stuff there, and that's where you can find me. Also here, Networked. You can also find me on Networked. Yeah. <laughs> also, also here. Holden, thank you very much for joining. Everyone have a good night. Bye.